Blog Talk Radio.
you will discover that all things in life is a process and a processing for the future. Yes. So we started with this book entitled The Opening of the Way, a practical guide to the wisdom teachings of ancient that's not what the book title actually says, but ancient Egypt is Kemet. And you have to understand that things have happened in the history of humanity to cloak the truth. We're not here to do that. And we do not wish to participate in cloaking the truth. We are here as the spirit of truth guides us and directs us in our doing. With that being said, the introduction to this book was stopped. It was like, no, you're not reading the introduction. If they want the introduction, let them get the book. Reason why is because the introduction has vibration to it that is not the vibration of what we are here to share in Kingology. Kingology is a new experience. And you know what we're doing with Kingology? We're going to brand this in such a way to where when you hear Kingology, you're going to say, oh, they're the ones who say no more corruption. Oh, that's cool. That's real cool because corruption is one of the worst things on this planet. Those who know computers and the need for structure, the need for programming, formulation, data correction, and all the intricate aspects that are the process of computation going to be out of sync. It's not going to function properly. So this is probably the last show before the end of Black History Month. And I can appreciate people calling it Black History Month. What I call it, I call it the, the celebration of blackness. You see what I'm saying? Black History has been tainted in so many ways to where I really don't use that term because his story is not our story. I'm sorry if that offended anyone, but I look at words and what they say to me. I don't look at words as they are defined by those who are trying their best to manipulate my mind. You see, English is one of the newest languages on the planet, and there's a reason for that, which we will go into deeper at some other point in time. But I have written a book called The Power of Choice, Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer Darkness. You can find it on Amazon. You can find it on www.kingsphilosophy.org. And you can find it on, get ready for this, it's a bit long, that's why we have King's Philosophy linked into the other website. The other website is soulsoflifesociety.org. Soulsoflifesociety.org. Because that's such a long website, we say King's Philosophy. It's easier to get to. It's easier to say. And you got to put the org on it. So 
book that we have is a book that is written by a person by the name of Isa Chawaler de Lubricks. And the segments of this book, because uh, part one is, is what we're going to go into, the segments of this book are part one, freedom of individual search, the great question, the human constitution, soul, and consciousness, the aim And chapter 6, the dual, D-U-E-L. Then there's part 5, I'm sorry, part 2 through 5 of this book. And we don't know how long Spirit is going to allow us to stay in this book. And we want you to understand that we're not reproducing this book in any way, form, or fashion. We are sharing what we have of this book in hopes that you become enlightened and your consciousness becomes awakened. So, part two is the way of the heart, the foundation. Number nine, chapter nine, is knowledge. Ten, the discernment of discernment. Eleven is the milu. I think that's how they pronounce it. Um, Twelve, the visit of the cave. Thirteen, the sexual problem. Fourteen, the pendulum. Fifteen, watchfulness and mediation. And sixteen, conduct. Part three, and I'm going to stop there. The seven accomplishments that reminds me of the Kabbalah. Reason why? Because it's the three initiates. And in part three, it's only two chapters. It says the seven obstacles. You see, King philosophy has been created from... A coaching program that I'm putting together, we call it AMOLA, that it is an acronym, Attaining Mastery of Living Awareness. AMOLA is a word that translates to mean precious. So in the course AMOLA, which is Attaining Mastery of Living Awareness, we bring to the stage 50 primary universal laws of which we share with you, which is interesting because part four of this book speaks of reincarnation and karma. 21, the elite. Part five, which is the last section thereof. The visit, this, okay, it says 22, second visit, visit to the cave, 23, peace, 24, joy, 25, son of man and son of God. Okay? Now you see how deep this book can be because chapter 26 is signature. The appendix is the functional relationship of bodily organs. The appendix number two is the psycho-spiritual state of different traditions. People, when I talk to you about what is happening collectively, I'm talking to you about something deeper than what is normally shared of anything by anyone. So, let's go to chapter one, Freedom of Individual Search. Now, in my book, The Power of Choice, I want you to know this. 
Individuality is not a bad thing, you see. We are the conglomeration of 7.8 billion people as of this year, um, 2021. And in King's philosophy, puzzle of life is to be solved by the collective. That means every person on this planet, the 7.8 billion people, have a part. And a contribution. Puzzle of several pieces. If any of the pieces are missing out of the puzzle, well, then the puzzle is not complete. So if you have been one who has been raised to do puzzles and you got to the place to where it was a thousand-piece puzzle, stay mindful. Sometimes that's when it's time to have a party. You can have people come over to help you find the pieces to fit in the puzzle because every piece of the puzzle, and sometimes a piece may be identical as far as shape is concerned, but it doesn't fit in a place on the puzzle, well, then it's out of place. We've just come out of 2020. It's been a crazy past four years. And we have a new administration in the office. Racism has shown itself in a most unusual manner to many people. But others have known racism to be perpetual for years. But it's time now to remove the corruption. Corrupt files will mess your computer up. Corrupt files can actually block every function and that's what's been going on. We've been allowing corruption to last too long unnecessarily, and it's time for change. So individuality is not a bad thing. Individuality is the expression of that place, of that energy to express for divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. This means the production of something that has not gone before, something entirely new, not included in the past experience, but proceeding out of it by an orderly sequence of growth. Please feel free to look up my book, The Power of Choice, Path of Divine Royalty to Conquer. Purchase it. Read it. There's deeper wisdom in there than you could possibly imagine. It tells you about why there are so many different languages on this planet Earth. It tells you about energy. And it speaks to you about why things are the way they are. Without judgment, but with the recognition of being and seeing the truth for what it really is. And the truth is the power that holds all things together and in its place. That is the force the source force, it holds all things together and in its place. So what holds back that which can destroy the whole earth in just one sweep? The power that holds all things together and in its place. So when you hear them talk about meteors coming along and, and striking the planet um, or planetary 
objects colliding, really all things at its appointed time. With that being said, we're going to get back into some music here, of which we're going to let spirit lead us to what you need to hear. So let's heal the world, people. about um, the generations and to say we want to make it a better place for our children and our children's children so that they, 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 they know it's a better world for them and think they can make it a better place. There's a place in your heart and I know that it is love. Peaceful times, if you care enough. 
love heals the world. Trust and believe me on that one. Martin Luther King, at this last day of the celebration of blackness, has a quote that goes like this. Hatred and bitterness can never cure the disease of fear. Only love can do that. Hatred paralyzes life. Love releases it, life. Love harmonizes it. Hatred darkens life. Love illuminates it. Oh, man. The eternal flame is a flame that they have at the gravesite of Martin Luther King. And right now I'm feeling a bit emotional because that quote is on a plaque of mine here, which exhibits that flame. And all the pieces that compose that that torch It's so necessary to keep the spark alive. So let us do our first insight. Part one, chapter one, freedom of individual search. Be mindful that I will be interjecting as we go along. So, it is necessary because I do not want to be in violation of any copyright laws and things of that nature because that's not what this is about. What this is about is about sharing information. That is what is required of every one of us. Have we the right to claim the freedom of individual search, it would be unwise, too absolute an answer, for the answer must depend on the stage of evolution of the individual's consciousness, on his convictions, and often on his courage. One should never try to force understanding on those who cannot or will not listen. Equally, the flesh of a fruit must be, I'm sorry, the flesh of a fruit must be distinguished from its kernel. And the mass of humanity from the elite who become its growing point. That's interesting because I would say the masses, but in this book it says the mass of humanity. So, equally, the flesh of a fruit must be distinguished from its kernel and the mass of humanity from the elite who can become its growing point. The latter are the chosen, and that they are prepared to develop themselves to the superhuman state. They are a cell of his body. Okay, so let's break this down because I see this in two different formats. We've come to the place of seeing the elite as something that is seen from a negative perspective because there is this thing called the elitist mentality, okay? But that's not what's being referenced here, elite that's why it's so important to understand words. That's why I have dictionaries everywhere, five of them. Why? 
because I'm always reaching for one. I want one to be nearby. So let's go and look at this word elite because it's messed up a lot of people in a lot of ways. But in this process here, the elite is actually considered something more along the lines of that which is best. So, the word elite. First definition. The best or most skilled members of a given social group. Pretty interesting. We could probably stop right there. We may not even have to bother going any deeper to it. Because that's pretty much what they're speaking of here. But I did mention elitism, right? Here, it says belief in rule by an elite. Rule or domination by an elite. A sense of being part of a superior or privileged group. You see, so the term elitism and elite are two different things. And mankind has decided to mess us up with it. But that's what confusion is all about. It's meant to be like that because it wants to scatter us when we are actually all one. That's why I brought up the equation about what is shared here. It speaks of the elite, which theoretically is the the chosen, the universe, the order, the cosmic man, the consciousness that King's philosophy is really speaking of. And you see, it's not something that is forced on people, but it is a shining light. It is a guiding light. It is the emanation, glean, and move towards that which is to aid in help and growth and development. So, equally, I'm, I'm going to read the paragraph again, if you don't mind. Because when it says the flesh of a fruit must be distinguished from its kernel, I found that interesting because the kernel is actually the seed and when I think of popcorn, I think of kernels, and you can eat them either way. You can eat them as the seed, but you have to pop them if you want them for popcorn, of which the oil has to be absorbed within the kernel. To cause it to expand. Remember, divine operation is always for expansion and fuller expression. So the kernel expands to be that which is popped. Which, if you like popcorn, is very enjoyable. Most people only issue with popcorn is kernel exterior. So... It is what it is. But most people enjoy the flesh of the fruit and they get involved in that. But then you can also take corn that's on the cob and boil it and or make other things from it. It's a very versatile a fruit or if you so choose a vegetable so that's something to consider with that being said let's read this again equally the flesh of a fruit must be distinguished from its kernel 
and the mass of humanity from the elite who can become its growing point. The latter are the chosen in that they are prepared to develop themselves to the suprahuman state. They are called to the reconstruction of the conscious cosmic man, each one being a cell of his body. So, I think again of the growth of man from being a one-cell organism. Now, that's considered the magic to most people because they don't really recognize that when the copulation of the male and female species brings forth process of reproduction that process takes a cell from each individual and that union a one cell organism which has the ability to expand through a process called mitosis, which in essence is the multiplication, if you will, of these this one cell just going into the energy and the aspect of replication and it continues to replicate itself constantly you see all of life itself is right here within each and every one of us that process that causes that process to happen is that which is within so when I hear somebody say the kingdom is within think about that that process of cell process of that which is within and we expand and we become the continuation of creation so let's move to the next paragraph among the chosen there are two categories for those who are no longer entirely satisfied with the explanations of Western dogma and yet are still deeply attached to certain religious observances. These should never be urged to abandon the practice of their quote-unquote cult for ritual and communal prayer are a strong moral support. And without them, the liberated man, quote-unquote liberated, is in some danger of confusing freedom of experience with mere absence of morality. Interesting. Second, there are those who feel an imperious need, visions, and ritual obligations. These should be told the truth that the Buddhist mystics teach their disciples. Here, too, you need, here, too, you needed ritual cult and images to comfort you in your earthly life, to channel your passions and direct your mind toward a higher world. But 
if you wish to find deliverance and create in yourself the conditions of eternal life, you should give up doctrinal obligation whenever they interfere with the freedom of your quest. I hope you follow with what we're saying with that. So, he says there are two categories. The first of those who are no longer entirely satisfied by the explanation of Western dogma and yet religious observances. What I see there is this. A little story that I have to share. Some people call this the matrix, if you will, um, that which they had uh, demonstrated when Neo and Morpheus was walking in the hologram, the simulation, to have Neo better understand that if you don't focus and you're distracted, you may be surprised of who you may find who's watching you to take you out or deprogram you or short circuit your purpose. We were in a place of worship which developed to become a concern. And things happened to where we needed to move. And we found a larger place, which was rather cool, which ended up being a garage. Now, a garage isn't a bad thing if by chance you know what to do. And those who have construction, whatever they have available to them, to fit the needs of those whom they serve. So, we ended up discovering that in renting this property, people who watched us saw that we were having gatherings and many people were coming. And because of greed, the man decided that he wanted to increase the the rent that we were paying, where we actually were only about uh, a group of maybe 10 to 15 people at the most. But when we had the gatherings with other churches coming to our location, we had a large place. We could fit them in. We could commune together. Well, he decided to go up on the rent without any consideration, if you will, of where we were in the growth of our small congregation. With that being the case, well, the minister decided that he was going to go someplace else. We'll find another place to worship or at least have worship service. So we started dismantling everything that we built there, which wasn't a problem. Everybody pitched in to make it happen. The type of job I was doing at that particular time did not allow me to be there as often as others. So what ended up happening is they left the remains of the stage of which the pulpit sat upon. I thought that was unusual to feel to be a participant and the one may call it deconstruction of what we had reconstructed from where we once had been to where we went because everything is really about the future. Because every second 
that we speak of is already in behind. And we are all just reaching towards the future because it's all about the continuation of creation. So, what ended up happening is there is the skeleton, the foundation, if you will, of what we all stood on, choir stood on, the minister stood upon, that needed to be dismantled. So, to make a long story short, what I ended up discovering that in that process is that there are a variety of heads that hold the structure in place. All of them, I thought, were screws. But even in removing the screws, you had to have the right position to align with the head of the screw so not to mess that head up. Do you follow where I'm going? If you if you have to remove something out of a place to preserve it, you don't want to mess the head up. Because if you mess the head up, well, then you can't use the screw for your next project. Blew me away. I'm expecting everything to have been com- uh, com- com- compo- composed by screws. And I took my drill to remove what I thought was a screw, and I couldn't budget. There was no way to get it out, not with this drill. And I, I couldn't understand what was going on, so I had to dig down deep in there to find out what was going on. It was a nail. You can't get a nail out with a screwdriver. It's not going to happen. Not like that. No. You need a hammer and a claw because you still want to save the wood. And if you can save the nail, all well and good, but there is still a process and that whole experience which is necessary for growth and development. So I find it interesting that on the first page here we find these aspects and there's a second page, and what we're going to do next week, which is interesting, the next page actually has in spirit and in truth. So I'm going to read to that section where it says moral restrictions, and then we're going to be done for the day. Okay. Yeah. So, among the chosen, there are two categories. First are those who are no longer entirely satisfied by the explanations of Western dogma and yet are still deeply attached to certain religious observances. These should never be urged to abandon the practice of their cult for ritual and communal prayer are a strong moral support. And without them, the quote-unquote liberated man is in some danger of confusing freedom of experience with mere absence of morality. Second, there are those who feel an imperious need to seek the light outside of dogmatic prohibitions and ritual obligations. These should be told the truth that Buddhist mystics teach their disciples. Here, too, you needed rituals, cults, and images 
to comfort you in your earthly life, to channel your passions and direct your mind towards a higher world. But if you wish to find deliverance and create in yourself eternal life, you should give up doctrinal obligations whenever they interfere with the freedom of your quest. The Christ also had an answer for such seekers when he said that God must be worshipped in spirit and in truth. However, we need to know what is meant by in spirit and in truth. Buddhism teaches very highly that ignorance is an obstacle to deliverance, and ignorance includes wrong beliefs, which prevent individual experience by means of rigid doctrines or in- and moral restrictions. So, I wish to honor your time, and we are going to pick up there next week. With that being said, I want to thank you all for your participation here with us because this is heavy rain. We love you. And we hope that you join us for our next episode of Kingology Through Alternate Sight featuring the opening of the way. We are on page Number 12, peace and blessings. You know, I hear heavy rain and it really sounds like a soundtrack of static. (laughs) I don't want you to have that. So let's give you some India I read. Get it together.
Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to. Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.